0: things of the spirit are more real than things of the natural just because you can't see it doesn't mean it exists you may say oh pastor you haven't seen your brain have you are you sure you got one no i won't go there i'm telling you i'm telling you guys i got a million of them amen <laughs> so Are you listening to what I'm saying today? Just because you can't see something doesn't mean it doesn't exist. It does exist. I can't see radio waves or TV waves or whatever, but you can turn on your phone and it's working. Amen. Glory to God! So, so we need to get a revelation of that, and and uh, and so uh, so you have the. Uh, now we're going to talk about the uh, the power gifts and the power gifts. I'm just kind of going over this, just try, try, and I'm going to get it done quick. But the power gifts, you got the gift of faith, and the gift of faith, it give, God gives you the ability to speak something and it happens. God does all the work. You speak to the storm and it ceases. It's a gift. It's a supernatural faith that you know it's going to happen no matter what. You speak and it happens. You don't have to kind of, you know, you know, psych yourself up. I I hope it happens. I hope it happens. No, you know, without a shadow of doubt, when you speak, it happens. Jesus, when he spoke to the fig tree, he said, no man eat fruit of you forever. And that tree dried up from the roots the very next day. That was a gift of faith in operation. He spoke it. A gift of faith is Jesus sleeping in the the boat when a storm was coming and he was sound asleep and he wasn't bothered by it. In other words, you can walk in a gift of faith when all hell is breaking loose in your life and things are not going right and things are going down the toilet and you can still walk in a gift of faith and have peace in the midst of the storms. And that's what kind of faith I want to walk in. Sometimes I gotta psych myself up for it. (laughs) Oh, you hear what? Anybody ever try to psych yourself up, man? The gift of faith. Somebody say, God, give me the gift of faith. Amen. And then we got working of miracles. And that's something that we actually do in our own ability. In other words, like Samson tearing up that lion. God moved on him. Samson killing a thousand people. God moved on. He he worked with man. And we're working the miracle. Amen. And I love that because because working of miracles and also the gift of faith can operate in different areas. Working of miracles, not only in healing, but in provision. In other words, you might need a financial breakthrough. And the gift of working of miracles, God can move and give you a financial breakthrough. Somebody say breakthrough. Breakthrough. Amen. And then, and then you, you have, you know, the gifts of healings. And, and that's basically f- just for, for healing people. And you could probably work in healing animals too. Amen. Glory to God. You could pray for an animal. We've done it. And we've seen God heal animals. Amen. So uh, nothing beyond God's ability. Amen. Why? Why would, God, why would God heal somebody's animal? Because God loves you. Amen. And he loves you so much. He doesn't want you hurting. And he's willing to t- extend his power to heal your animal. My, I, my dog had Parvo one time. And Parvo was a killing. And, and this was many years ago. And Pastor Joe said, my dog has Parvo. And it, it doesn't have much to live. He said, we'll pray and the dog will live and not die. And declare the works of the Lord. Yeah. Jesus! <coughs> you know. <laughs> That's the best I have. But anyway. And he lived. And it was amazing. And the doctor was shot because it was a death sentence. Parvo was a death sentence to dogs. Amen? And so now we're talking about the gifts of, of, uh, of prophecy, the gifts of uh, uh, speaking in tongues, and we're talking about. Uh, 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 Interpreting your tongues. Glory to God. And this is called the inspirational gifts. And just the the, the natural gift of prophecy is is, um, that we all can basically flow in as believers. uh, It's basically more of encouragement. So God wants to encourage us. So when we yield to God, it's a supernatural uh, 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 word from God to encourage somebody or to encourage the body of Christ. So, so God can move on us to encourage it's for exhortation, edification, and comfort. So if somebody's coming to you and they're operating the gift, they're saying you're going to die next week because you sinned last week. Um, you know, you've got to be careful with that. Amen. In other words, God wants to encourage us. Amen. And so it's to encourage the body. And so we're going to look at this because I think people, they get get a couple things mixed up um, with your prayer language uh, of tongues that God gives a believer when you get saved. Talking about in Acts 2 and the gifting of tongues for an assembly of believers to reveal something to the believers. So, so the, the prayer language of tongues is different than the gift of tongues that God gives, uh, that the Holy Spirit will give unto somebody indiscriminately to, to help the body of Christ, to reveal something to the body of Christ. So, we got to get a revelation of that. Now, let's look at 1 Corinthians 14 1 and 5. It says here, pursue love. And desire, see there he goes again, desire spiritual gifts. He says it at the end of the chapter and he says it at the very beginning of the chapter. Listen, if tongues wasn't that important, why would there be a whole chapter in the Bible about it? Okay. Just wanted you to think about that. Pursue love and desire spiritual gifts, but especially that you may prophesy. So, so he's saying here, Paul saying that you should desire to, for God to use you to, to to prophesy. For he, for he who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men but to God. For no one understands him. Now let me just let me just say this: For he who speaks in, in a tongue does not speak to men but to God. So right here, this this right here is our prayer spiritual language. When we're praying, we're speaking under God. When God gives us that language, and that is really designed for our devotional time, our time that we're spending with God. It's not really, our personal prayer language is not really to be out there in front of the church on, on Sunday morning. It's really for, it's an intimate prayer language in your prayer room. Are you hearing what I'm saying today? And I'll explain that because Paul talks about that. So it's really designed for us not to be showing off our gift. Amen. It's for it's for our relationship with God. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? For he who speaks in tongue does not speak to men, but to God, for no one understands him. However, in the spirit, he speaks mysteries. So this says that when we're praying in the spirit, we're actually praying out mysteries. Amen. It's not a mystery to God, but it's a mystery to us. In other words, God wants to reveal to us what, what the future holds for us. And I remember when I was praying out, you guys know my story. You know, sometimes I'm, I think sometimes, listen, sometimes we can be so bent and going a certain way, we almost have to have God knock us in the head to tell us we're going the wrong way. Amen. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Sometimes we, we think God could be in something, but he may be a million miles away. We may be on set to do something or or do something with our life, but God may not even be in it. And so sometimes we can be so set. And I was set in staying in Oklahoma after I graduated from Bible school. I wasn't planning on coming back here, and I had no plans to be a pastor. So anyway, I I thought that God was calling me just to be maybe an itinerant minister, a minister that goes in uh, uh, to churches, blow in, blow up, and blow out. And let the pastors clean the mess up. But anyway, but he, he, God didn't call me to do that. Maybe sometime down the road. But God didn't call me to do that. And so, and so, and so as I was praying, and I was praying in that spiritual language, worshiping God, thanking God for the ministry I was going to set up in Oklahoma. God says, go back to Virginia B. I mean, it just came out of my mouth. Go back to Virginia B. I interpret my tongues. In other words, the tongues that I was speaking, English came out. It, it, when you interpret your tongues, it's not that you're, you know what you're saying. It's all of a sudden your tongues will change to, to English words. Yes. Boy, Pastor, you're getting real deep here. I'm just trying to tell you how it works. It, it's not like you understand. Because some of you sitting here that never done it. You're like, oh, how does that work? Uh, it, it, God gives you that interpretation, you know? No. When you're interpreting a message and somebody gives a message in tongues and you're, inter- you're not understanding what they're saying. They're saying it, it's, it's, but when you give it out, it's by faith, and you start speaking by faith, and God gives you the words as you speak, and you're interpreting what was said in tongues in English for people to know what's going on. Are oh, you hear what I'm saying to you today? So you're not actually. Oh yeah, I know exactly. And then no, you step out, and the same person that's stepping out in faith, speaking a tongue, is stepping out in faith, interpreting the tongue. Are oh, you hear what I'm saying to you today? Amen. Why am I saying this to you today? Because some of you will be flowing in it pretty soon. I, I'm saying that by faith. Amen. Some of you will be flowing in this and you need to flow in it. Amen. That, that's what speaking tongue tongues is all about. It's flowing in the Holy Spirit. And so we need, a, we need to get a revelation of that. And so when we get a revelation of that, we'll be able to, to build the body of Christ up. Amen. So, so prophecy is really, prophecy can work by itself. It's the number one gift in the inspirational gifts because it doesn't have to have anything to work it. In other words, prophecy is God moving on a person to speak a prophetic word from, from, from the throne room of God. And so I could prophesy today if God gives me a prophecy and I, I don't have to have a tongue to interpret. I don't have to go through that. I could just speak directly from the throne room of God. That's what they did in the Old Testament. The prophets spoke. They were mouthpieces of God and they would speak as God moved on them. And the same thing with today. God can move on you to speak a word. Hello. Amen. And so God can move on you to speak a word and, and, and to prophesy and to speak a word. Amen. And it, normally it's a word of encouragement, edification and exhortation. That's just pure prophecy. And then you have uh, tongues and God does it different ways. I don't know why he does it all these ways. He does, it's God. He does, he, if he wants to do that and God can use a, a, a tongue, somebody gives a tongue and somebody can interpret that tongue. So it could take two people or one person can give out a tongue and then the next thing will interpret the tongue. That, that happens a lot when we're in prayer on Tuesdays. We're praying for the church. I will give out a tongue and I can interpret the tongue. Oh, you hear what I'm saying today? But it's all by faith. You, Amen. I, it's deep in here today. <laughs> it's gonna be, but listen, God wants us walking in these giftings. Why? Because listen, we don't serve a dead God. We don't serve a lifeless religion. No, we serve a living God that wants to be intimately involved in each one of our lives when our kids aren't doing well and we're praying and God gives us a word. My Lord. And we're able to change the destiny of our children by a word from God. I'm telling you, you're going to be glad that you're saved. You don't have to be in the dark as a Christian. You don't have to fly blind, glory to God. You can walk this earth and God is leading you and guiding you, giving you gifts, glory to God. Not only to help you navigate this life, but to help others and to keep others from moving in those paths of destruction. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? No, God has called you to be supernatural people. The Bible says your new creations in Christ, all things are passed away, all things become new. Peter says in this way that we are partakers of the divine nature. Somebody say, I'm a partaker of the divine nature, glory to God. We are partakers of the divine nature. And when God starts moving, when we, listen, when we start yielding ourselves to a holy God and we allow the holy God to to work through us, I'm telling you, people will know that they were in the presence of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Oh, you hear what I'm saying to you today? And God wants to move through us through prophecy. He wants to move through us through tongues and interpretation of tongues. He wants to do these things. And so we have to understand that there is a prayer language for our devotional time called tongues, and it's totally different, and you can operate that gift uh, without the Holy Spirit coming on you, giving you an unction. You can do it by will. And you say, well, where's that at, Pastor? Amen. Well, well Paul says, I pray in the Spirit, and I, and I, and I pray my understanding. I, I sing in the Spirit, and I sing in my understanding. So he's, who's doing it? Paul. He's saying, I'm praying by him. In other words, that's his spiritual gift in language that God has given us. And once we receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, we can pray out in the Spirit for personal edification. It's building us up. Amen. And so, so, really, the key to walking in all, a lot of these giftings is to be baptized in the Holy Spirit, first and for, foremost, and allow that Holy Spirit to, to fill you up so much where he gives you that gift of speaking in tongues. And from there, you start moving into other giftings. Some say that's the doorway to the other giftings of the Spirit. And so you have to be filled with the Spirit of God. Amen. So again, I'm just going to say this. Number one, that prayer language uh, that God gives us, it's really for a devotional gift. Amen. Not really designed for us to be praying our our devotional gift out here in a general public. And Paul talks about that because if people come in and they hear you praying in in a language that they don't know anything about and they don't know anything about God, they think we're off a rocker. That's what Paul said. They think that we're kind of messed up. Amen. But if we're all believers, you know, and we all know what the gifts of tongues are, we can do that in an assembly. But if there's somebody that comes in that doesn't know, then we want to be sensitive. Amen. And the Bible says, even if you have a tongue and nobody can interpret, then then, then Paul says that you need to learn to stay still and not even give it out. Because some say, I can't help it, pastor. I got to run around the room. You don't have to run around the room. (laughs) I can't help it, pastor. I got to look like a chicken and start flapping my wings. and Woo! No, you can control yourself. Because there's churches out there that are going, woo! That's the Holy Ghost. You know, and it may not be the Holy Ghost. Are, have you been in those church? Are you here what I'm saying? You know, there's we got to have balance here. It's okay to run around every once in a while, but 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 you do have control. Somebody's say, oh I don't want God, I don't want to get the Holy Spirit because I may not, God may jump on me. And sometime I might be in the bank and start prophesying. Yeah, well it won't happen. Are you here what I'm saying? Well, oh, I just don't want to lose control. Yeah, you know, we're all we're so afraid of losing control. Some of us might need to lose control every once in a while. We're so, we're, huh, I don't want to lose control. I don't want to put my hands up in prayer, praise and worship. I'm just going to be, I'm just going, I'll be a watcher. I just watch everybody else worship God. You know, no, you got to learn to relax. Enjoy God. Flow with God. And allow Him to flow through you. Glory to God. I remember, listen, I got to close this down. But I remember. Amen. I remember I, I, I was praying the Holy Ghost and then, uh, then uh, uh, and the Holy Ghost will help you in prayer, in your prayer time. And I was praying and all of a sudden the Bible talks about that the Holy Spirit will help you pray out things that you don't know how to pray. And the Bible says that he'll work with us. And I was just doing my regular devotions and that's why it's important to have devotion time. Hopefully in the morning, every morning. Amen. Hey, listen, if you, if you want to keep sin out of your life, Spend some time with God every morning. Amen? Because more of God, less sin. Less God, more sin. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you today? And so, and so I would spend my time. All of a sudden, I, I had this this overwhelming, uh, you know, presence come on me. It felt like a coat that was draped over me. And I was in a place called groaning in the spirit. The Bible talks about travailing in spirit. And it was as if, I, I don't know, I've never had a baby, but I could, it was as if I was having a baby, kind of. I was in... It wasn't really too, um pleasant it was actually sort of painful and so and so but i was i was like this is new this is something different how do you know that was god i don't know i just went with it i was hoping it was god amen and 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 so i was under this uh, anointing and i was groaning in the spirit probably lasted i don't know maybe a minute two minutes cuz it was a lot of, it was a lot of power on me and then all of a sudden it lifted and i felt peace and i felt the joy of god i felt the love of god and i found out my my nephew uh, when um, this happened got in a car accident the same day and it was a head-on accident He wasn't wearing his seatbelt, and he was able to stop him, himself Supernaturally by putting his hands up on the glass and from keeping himself And he thought he was power man, you know, I, look what I did. I was able to you know prayers of the saints are you hearing what I'm saying? He, he, he head-on collision. I think it totaled his car. He wasn't hurt. He wasn't wearing a seatbelt. And the other driver wasn't hurt. What happens? God intercedes. Jesus intercedes. People think, oh, Jesus is up there interceding up in heaven. He's out there. The Bible says he's our intercessor, right? So we, we get this idea. Jesus is up in heaven interceding. Yeah. No, he intercedes through us. See, a lot of people don't realize that. He prays through us at different times. Oh, man, is this deep today. We, We think, oh, Jesus is up there in heaven praying for us. No, he prays through his body. We're his body. We're his hands and feet. It's like that song. God, I looked at all the travesty in the world. I looked at everything that was going on, all the bad things. Why don't you do something? And then the the, the song, you know, the guy says, uh, the Lord says, I did, I have done something. I created you. I created you to do something. That's the reason why you're appalled about these things. Because I created you to do something about the appalling things that are happening. How does evil, how does it continue to go on? It's good men, godly men, doing Nothing. That's how evil will prevail in our society. But when we get so fired up about God, and we're so fired about serving Him, and we're so fired up about not allowing our flesh to to, uh, live our lives the way we want it, when we start living our lives for Christ, and we give God everything, I'm telling you, He will give you everything. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? What I'm talking to you today is about being sold out to God. I remember I was in a, in, a, in a small little Bible meeting, and it was like maybe six people. The guy had a guitar, and we were worshiping. This was like a little, like a little house meeting. And all of a sudden, I'm there. And all of a sudden, I started speaking in my own tongue. But it wasn't my prayer language because an unction came on me, and I just went with it. And the other person, and then it was dead silent, and nobody said anything. And I thought, did I do something wrong? And then finally, another person said, I was supposed to interpret that we were all new at it. We didn't know. This guy was new. I was new. I'd never done it before. And the guy said, and then the other person that was there leading said, well, do you still have it? He says, yeah. And he spoke it out. And it was a word of encouragement from the Lord. And I remember leaving that meeting. I said, man, I walked in a gift. Glory to God. Man, I'm moving forward. Now, yeah. Glory to God. My first gift. Next. And then I remember that I was with a, 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 a lady that just got saved in our church. She was in the bars. She was, a, she was doing all kinds of things. And she got saved. But even if you get saved, do you know you still can have some demonic, demonic oppression? Do you know you still can have some issues in your life even if you get saved? You know it's a process of being saved to get set free? And so she came in. She said, Pastor, I just have to get my, give you my tithes. She was brand new. And I said, okay, praise God. She came and gave me her tithes. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, uh, the Spirit of the Lord came on me. And I, and I said to her, I said, I command, you know, I don't know if I spoke in tongues but, I, but maybe, I, maybe it was a gift of faith. I said, I command you that spirit to come out of you now. And, and all of a sudden, she started shaking. She started coughing. She started dry heaving. And after it was done, she said, thank you, Pastor. Praise the Lord. Thank you. What happened? I, I don't know. I, I didn't know that was going to happen. I just, but God moved through me. I was like, praise God, you're free. You know what that lady's doing today? She's street witnessing. She has a, her own ministry now. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you? I met her a couple of years back later, and she's out street witnessing and ministering to the lost. She's productive. Oh my gosh. How many people are bound up with unclean spirits that need them cast out so they can be free? Amen. Are you saying some Christians might have some spirits? Uh, yeah, they can. You open yourself up to sin. And Satan will accommodate you and some spirits will work in you. That's where we get addictions. You get these compulsive spirits will try to drive you to do the wrong things. And some of you don't have the willpower to break it off of you. That's why you need somebody that's a spiritual man that can pray for you and command that thing to be broken off your life. So you won't have to be struggling so much. God never called He never called us to struggle in our faith. We, it wasn't meant to be hard. His yoke is easy. His burden is light. It's supposed to be easy when you're walking with God. Is that right? It doesn't it's supposed to be a war every day. It's hopefully when you're walking with God, you're getting up. Glory to God, you're worshiping God. I'm telling you, your days should be like heaven on earth. It shouldn't be like hell on earth. It shouldn't be you fighting demons every day to keep from sinning. No. If that's the case, let me pray for you. Set you free. No, you have the dominance. All power and authority has been given to Jesus and he has given it to us. Why? So we can trample demons. We can trample serpents. We can trample them under our feet. You're not a victim today. You are a victor. Start stating in who you are in Christ. Start commanding. Lord of God, speak to the mountain. Gosh, I got to close this down. This one lady was hearing this pastor preach. And um, I was this minister, Norval Hayes, I, I, I'm, this last story. And she and, and she he was preaching about speaking to the mountain, standing on the word of God. And she came to him afterwards. and She says, I don't believe your message. And he said, what do you mean you don't believe? I, I don't. She, he said, what part of the Bible you don't believe? She said, well, let me re- rephrase that. I just don't believe it works. And he said, well, why do you say that? And she said, because my, my husband, I, I, me and my husband believed he was sick. He had cancer. We believed that, that he would live and not die. We believed that he, and he still died. And he said, well, and, and the Spirit of the Lord spoke to him and said, and said to, 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 to Norval, he said, she's on the wrong path. She's on the wrong road of her thinking. And took, took, took uh, he, he said, open your Bible. She opened it up. And he took, took her to Mark eleven twenty two, 22. And, and in Mark eleven twenty two, 22, it talks about Jesus speaking to the mountain. And he said, did your husband, did you ever speak to that cancer and tell it to go? She said, and she thought, we've never done that. See, see, you have authority. Yes. See, God has given us authority. Oh, I was just praying that God would take it away. Well, in retrospect, he has already taken it away 2,000 years ago because he's already paid for it. But we've got to accept our healing. But you have to bind the strong man. You have to, Jesus said, when you're praying, bind the strong man. In other words, you have to command, command that thing to leave your life. Amen. You have to do something. I have to do something. You have to do something. You have to start speaking to your mountains for your mountains to be cast into the sea. If it's depression, depression, I'm speaking to you right now. You will, I, no, you're getting out of my life. God has not given me a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. I will not be depressed. My, my sufficiency is in you, God. You are all I need, God. Yes, God. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? The enemy will work on you, depression or anger, all these negative emotions, and you don't have to have those emotions control you. No, you can control those emotions. You don't have to have any down days. Every day can be a glorious day in Jesus. Why? Because your name is written in the land's book of life. You, your sins are forgiven. They're washed in the blood of Jesus. You're in right standing with God. God loves you with an everlasting love. He has a great future for you. He just wants to walk with you and show it to you and help you accomplish all that he wants you to accomplish. You're not by yourself. You're you got the Holy Spirit with you today, and He's going to help you win in this life. We would like to invite you to join us Sunday morning at 4136 Holland Road, Virginia Beach, Virginia. Service starts at 1030 a.m. Nurseries and Children's Church provided. This broadcast is made possible by the Congregation of Exceed Life Church. For more information, visit us at exceedlifechurch.org.